the human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine. And we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept. And one we will explore today on The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Fountain Hills, Arizona, where it's just a little steamy hot today. Not too bad, but still warm, 103-ish. We're going to talk today about wealth. And this is an interesting subject for many of us. I was born at the end of the Great Depression, and I was a child during the Second World War. It kind of tells you how old I am, doesn't it? I remember hearing how hard it was to make a living and during the war how it was not even possible to get what we needed because we didn't have enough of the stamps that were issued for rationing in behalf of the war effort. Most of you don't even know we had that. I was only in the first grade, but I remember how we couldn't have meat or new shoes or butter, lots of things. I didn't understand why. I just knew we couldn't. Growing up, I had everything I needed, but the talk was always about the struggle. Not much has changed. Now we hear how bad the economy is, how the middle class is disappearing, how things are going to be worse. The financial advisors predict doom, and of course, gloom goes right in hand with that. And we hear the rich get richer and the poor get poorer almost on a daily basis. So I ask you, what if creating a wealthy life could be as simple as being who you are and doing what you love? Today's guest says, you have a unique internal design for wealth. This formula is encoded in your soul blueprint and like your fingerprint is unlike that of any other human being. It's called your sacred wealth code and we're going to talk about that today. Our guest, Prema Lee Guerreri, is a, a certified Vedic astrologer, matrix energetics practitioner, consciousness shifting coach, master yoga teacher, and spiritual guide with more than 25 years of experience. In her work, she draws from all of these life-changing practices and modalities to work with clients one-on-one and in group settings, in person, and virtually. She also presents to groups as an inspired speaker, guide, and workshop facilitator. She has recently published Your Sacred Wealth Code, Unlock Your Soul Blueprint, for purpose and prosperity, and it is my absolute delight to welcome to the Self-Improvement Show, Prema Guerreri. Prema, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm really thrilled to be here with you and with your audience today. Oh, well, we're delighted to have you. We haven't talked about anything to do with manifesting wealth for a very long time. It's long overdue, and when I got your book, I was I was really quite delighted. But well, let's start at the beginning. Tell us about yourself, Prema. Who is Prema Guerreri? Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a big question, but I'm going to just laser in and, uh, um, you know, really, uh, I want to just first say, you know, why I even wrote this book, why I even do what I do, and it's really so much, you know, my purpose and my mission, um, you know, to empower people to live, and especially like visionaries and change agents and entrepreneurs and leaders, and we all are leaders in our own way, to, you know, really empower you to live according to your soul blueprint, which is on purpose and aligned with the best of you. And aligned with your own true prosperity on your own terms, because that means something very different for each and every one of us. So for me, uh, my journey uh, has been uh, one that is from a a young girl, um, knowing now when I look back that I was very intuitive, uh, didn't really clue into that was really what was going on, but I used to get information from a lot of different places, and lived on my own very early in life, and I always knew that I could really do anything if I could just figure out what it is that I was really meant to do, which meant I did a lot of different things. And where life led me was to um, eventually being a yoga teacher and a spiritual guide and uh, a mother. um, And I had this big, beautiful healing arts and yoga center and it was there where I sort of culminated and, and brought all my work together and also my work as a Vedic astrologer and helping people with their, their purpose and their mission in the world uh, and to know themselves more deeply really culminated in this uh, yoga center that I created that uh, built a beautiful community, but it didn't actually... Uh, I wasn't thriving at the level I needed to be thriving on the whole level of my being, including my financial being uh, there, because what I found out through, and we can un- we can unravel the story more if, it, if we're called okay, to later. Okay. Um, but I but what I found out was that I was not aligned with with my soul blueprint. I wasn't aligned with what I later found out was my sacred wealth code, and through that whole journey of of losing a business and a marriage um, and really being brought to my knees in the dark night of my soul, I was able to see where I was stuck on the shadow side of what I now call my sacred wealth code. And it really brought me to this work that I've been bringing to the world for the last few years and continue to and will for the for many years to come because I, I'm, I so believe in it and it's so powerful. But it allowed me to recalibrate and align with with my sacred wealth code archetypes, with the best of me, and allowed me to bring my work out in the world in a way that also I had wealth flowing back into my life in a way that was very satisfying and fulfilling for me. A couple of questions you just brought up. What, you know, Two questions kind of all lumped together. What is the best of you, and how do you define wealth? And I don't care which way you tackle those they're kind of yeah, all I'm going to go with the second one. I'll go with the <laughs> second one first. So I define wealth as where your purpose and prosperity meet within your soul blueprint. And literally, wealth is everything you need to fulfill your purpose. And so it's it's not, you know, it's only money because money is uh, our common currency of exchange, but it's all the knowledge you need, the resources, even the relationships, the tools you need in order to do what you've come here to do, really on all levels. So that's, you know, and that's my short definition of what I believe wealth to be. And wealth has 
I, I want to say, la- like laced within it, a, a sense, a feeling of fulfillment and satisfaction. Where if you just look at money, money doesn't because someone can have, and I know people who have a lot of money and are not that happy, and I know people who by some people's standards wouldn't say that they were wealthy, but they feel incredibly wealthy. So it's a very personal definition of what wealth is too. And as far as what the best of yourself is, we all have many gifts. And through my work as an intuitive, a Vedic astrologer, and a, a, a guide and a coach, and just being like hands-on with people for so many years, and uh, in the energetic workings behind things, uh, through the lens of Vedic astrology, I really started to see, literally, there's a scientific principle within Vedic astrology, where your purpose planets and your prosperity planets, where they intersect one another, that, that is where we see certain areas of your gifts come together. Now, we're all gifted in a lot of ways, but you have some gifts that are what I call your highest value gifts, the things that you are so brilliant at that nobody else does just like you do. And what I find is a lot of times when people aren't really feeling just robustly wealthy in their life, they're not really using their highest value gifts. Um, and there's a number of reasons why that might be the case. But these are the things that literally are your divine gifts. And the beautiful thing about them is when you start to step into what I call your superpowers and the Sacred Wealth Code archetypes, they sort of hold your um, your gifts and your superpowers as a way for you to connect with them. Uh, when you really start to connect with them, you you realize that they're... I want to say exponentially powerful, uh, the more you use them, your gifts, whether it's a great gift of communication or problem solving or um, intuition or, um, you know, leadership and, uh, you know, being able to uh, connect people together, you know, whatever your gifts are, I'm just sort of naming a few. When you actually do those things in the way that you do them and you put that first and foremost, you start to, you, no matter what, you'll be on your purposeful path because your gifts are very connected to your purpose. But also, wealth will follow you because literally what you, the world wants from you, what you want to give the world. Now, if you don't know what that is yet, that's fine. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, do you think yeah. most people know? No, I actually don't. Gifts, huh? I think most people don't know. Um, some know, which is beautiful, and uh, and, and I know with my clients, I'm, I'm always helping them to to know and then to step into it more fully. But uh, the one thing that, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, one of the things that I teach in my book, Your Sacred Wealth Code, Unlock Your Soul Blueprint for Purpose and Prosperity, is I actually take you through processes. I take you through deep inquiry, and um, and it's fun. It's a fun process, too, to help you to un- understand what some of your gifts are. And when you start to use your gifts, you will, it will lead you to what you really are meant to do. When you do what you love, you are on the path. So the opportunities start to show up. So if you just imagine, like, if you're just like this really amazing, well, one of the archetypes happens to be the great nurturer. And the great nurturer Mm -hmm. knows how to really water the roots of the tree and let the tree grow by itself, but give the nutrients that a person needs, whether it's knowledge or whether it's love or whether it's connecting them with somebody else, knows how to nurture someone in the way that will allow them to, you know, grow to their next level. So... 
when you start to use uh, your gift and say the great nurturer that you really are just nurturing like in the work that you're already doing in your family um, in the in the things that you like to do and maybe don't make money doing well opportunities will start to show up for you and your path will become your path of purpose will become more clear by just doing that and I have other processes to get you connected with that but it's a very simple principle that will never lead you astray There's so many questions. <laughs> There's so many questions. Uh, one of the things I want to clear for the listen, clear up for the listeners is Vedic astrology. We're used to Western astrology. Can you give us in a thumbnail what the difference is between Vedic yeah. astrology and Western? Yeah. So um, Western astrology is looking at the tropical zodiac, and Vedic astrology is looking at the sidereal zodiac. Same constellations. Uh, that you're used to, that we're looking at them like from a different viewpoint. And where we start, uh, the uh, our timing is a little bit different. So it's it's about 22 days different. So typically, your sun sign, which most people are familiar with with astrology, will typically be a sign before that. So for instance, if you're a sun sign of Aries, typically in Vedic astrology, you'll be a sun sign of Pisces. Now the sun only moves every 30 days. Your ascendant and your and the moon move much more rapid and are the first indicators of really who you are. The sun is absolutely an important part of the equation, but we, we've kind of, um, I want to say, dumbed astrology down a little bit and just saying your sun sign. It, it's important, but it's not near as clarifying um, compared to where your ascendant is and, and where your moon is. Also, with Vedic astrology, we pay the utmost attention to the moon. Um, there's a lot of levels and layers with Vedic astrology. It's a lifetime uh, study for me. It came from the Vedas, which are spiritual texts that are over 6,000 years old. It's a limb of the Vedas. And most people in the West know what Vedic, uh, excuse me, know what Ayurveda is. Deepak Chopra brought Ayurveda. Exactly. Now, Ayurveda translates to the science of life. And Vedic astrology, um, the the actual Sanskrit word is Jyotish. Is that so? Vedic astrology it translates to the science of light. So we're looking at we're looking at light, and we're looking at you know who you are. I believe uh, the Vedic astrology chart. I use it not for prediction because I believe that robs people of choice. I use it to help people understand who they are, why they're here what their challenges are, and, and how they can overcome them to grow into who they're destined to um, be. But we always have, always have free choice. And I, I also uh, use it to uh, help people understand the timing of certain things because our soul ha- runs a, um, a particular cycle for a particular length of time. In the Sacred Wealth Code book and the Sacred Wealth Code system, all the archetypes are built off of the planets. And each planet, uh, there's three archetypes that have Western names uh, because I am a teacher in the West. Uh, the, I've, the way they've downloaded through me is to bring the energy of what uh, the uh, mythology and uh, behind each planet and when the planet is in a certain placement, it has a different mythology. It's, it's a little complex. So what I've done, or what... It, literally, I didn't do it. I want to say the divine did it through me. You know, it just downloaded. So the archetypes capture the energy of the planet specifically 
where the intersection of purpose and prosperity is. And in that intersection of purpose and prosperity, uh, that's, again, where your purpose and your prosperity planets come together. That's where we find your highest value gifts. And there's different combinations. And that's why I do sacred wealth code readings for people, too, so that they understand uh, what their sacred wealth code is, what their archetypes are, and how to use that. But in my book, it's just, and which I also teach um, workshops and retreats on, it's a more of a self-discovery kind of a process. So the Vedic astrology and the Western astrology, you know, we're looking at the same planets, we're looking at the same uh, constellations, and we just have a little bit different viewpoint on what things represent. Gotcha. It's almost time for us to go to break, and I think I'd like to go to break and then come back and start with a new thought. I want to have the listeners understand more completely exactly what you do and how they can find you. So let's go to break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about what you do and then go into more depth on the Sacred Wealth Code. Does that work for you? That's beautiful. Cool. This is Irene Conlon and my guest, Prama Guerreri, saying stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions, some common sense, Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the Self Improvement Blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. My guest today is Prema Lee Guerreri. She's written a book called Your Sacred Wealth Code, Unlock Your Soul Blueprint. I can't talk today. Unlock Your Soul Blueprint for Purpose and Prosperity. And I think you'll find that what she has to say is really quite fascinating. Um, We were talking a little bit about what she does. I'd like, Prema, for you to tell us a little bit more about your practice and how people find you and then we'll go more into the Sacred Wealth Code. Sure, sure. You know, the easiest way to find me is, uh, is through sacredwealthcode.com. That'll, 
that'll get you to over to my way, my main website. My business, my company is actually called Solutionary, spelled S-O-U-L, um, which was a name the, the divine gave me. But it's just so easy to spell sacred wealth code. And so <laughs> yes, it is. The dot com will get you there very easily. And right there, you can grab the book and grab some free gifts by um, by. Uh, there's a link there that'll take you to Amazon where you can grab the book. And, you know, in the book also, I lead you through, it's like a guide and a, and a, and a self-discovery workshop. Uh, it, you'll learn a lot about yourself and you'll be able to discover your, your archetypes. But I lead you through some processes that there's also an online portal that there, it tells you in the book how to get there where you can uh, watch videos or listen to me on audios uh, lead you through those processes so you can put the book down and just, you know, really be guided um, to to some of the stuff that's in the book. So anyway, you can grab the book there. Um, so I work with change agents, visionaries, entrepreneurs, you know, anyone who really wants to get on their purposeful path and their mission in the world. And I do that in uh, in some group settings, and I do that in my um, my VIP mentoring program where I work one-on-one with people, um, where I'm working with people who are making a pretty big movement in the world, and I'm getting behind them to help them really align with the best of themselves, align with their sacred wealth code, and to really bring their purpose out in the world. Uh, in my uh, as business academy and my sacred wealth business academy, which we're actually enrolling in now, uh, whether you're ready to start that business or you already have that business going, there I teach you how to not only align with your sacred wealth code and infuse it into your purpose, your mission, your messaging, you know, all through your business, so that your divine gifts gifts are really you're leading with them, but also to um, create a business model for yourself that is actually in alignment, again, with your nature, your gifts, because a lot of people are following other people's marketing that's really another person's path, and it may not be the right fit for you, and you may not feel wealthy even if you're making money that way. It may feel like you're really working too hard or you're off purpose. So I help people to, and liberate them, really, to find, to create their own unique business, their own unique movement in the world, and sometimes it's a book that needs to get, you know, needs to be unleashed out of them. And then I also have a Sacred Wealth Circle, which is a, a program where we really, um, it's a lower investment type program where we just really focus on um, wealth trainings and your Sacred Wealth Code and how you can uh, just start to open up to your gifts. Um, and we do a lot of block clearing in all my programs. We got to clear that, you know, sweep the trail in front of us where the where the roadblocks oh, yeah. are that keep us from the best of us. Um, and I also do uh, sacred wealth code readings, which uh, which anybody can tap into, and that's all you can find that all at sacredwealthcode.com. And the the great thing about a sacred wealth code reading is you'll get your archetypes right away, and um, and then if you choose uh, to have a live session with me, you also get training and meditation, and there's an opportunity to have a live session with me where I really go deep into your chart, and give you the full reading, uh, and then that's for people who that makes a lot of sense for. I use that in all my programs, all my programs get that part of me, that Vedic astrology, um, you know, archetypes uh, um, aspect and lens on things because I keep everyone aware of the current energy. So, you know, like, you know, we can't get out of uh, when we have challenging energy. Like 2016, we had a lot of challenging energy. But at least <laughs> oh, yeah. We, but if we know what it's about, 
then it's much, then I, I help you strategize so you can keep going where you're going and get there. But we might need to put the raincoat on and put the rubber boots on. It might not be a bikini kind of day, so we got to get ready for it. And we might need to change our course a little bit so that we don't, you know, get worn out or, you know, or sideswiped in some way. So, those are, you know, those are the way that I have um, my business is structured, so that I can accommodate people at different levels who really want to align with their greatest gifts and be able to use them in a meaningful way, um, use them in the world. Because I really believe the current energy we're living in right now, which is really important to me, is calling forth from us, whether you're aware of it or not, and people who are even really unaware. Um, this is unconsciously is, is they're attuned to it in some way is that really it, you need to be more authentic than you've ever been before. You really need to, in order to um, feel successful, feel wealthy, feel on purpose, uh, not feel like, and I'll put it the other way, not feel like you're in struggle, not feel like you're stuck, not feel like you're endlessly overwhelmed or procrastinating. You've got to get into your own authenticity, and that's what your divine gifts do for you. You need to, the world wants just you. There's so many masks being worn, um, and we have so much cultural programming going on. But you are beautiful. You are so unique, and we are all connected. And I just envision a world where we're all gifting each other by using our gifts Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? You bring up something that to me is so interesting. We hear more and more the phrase, real people. Now, we hear it a lot on TV, on talk shows, on even the news uh, about real people, but nobody stops to say what real people are. And you're talking about authenticity. Uh, Authenticity. (laughs) Yeah, and... And, you know, and then let's break that down a little bit, too, because, you know, authenticity, authenticity, you know, in the sort of self-help field, you might hear that a lot. Yeah, it gets, yeah, it's a little tedious at times. You know? So, you know, well, you know, what is authenticity? Authenticity is you being 100% you, however you are, that you are doing your work to... Hey, let me ask you this. How does a person get through... 12 years of public school, maybe four of college, uh, a lifetime on TV, uh, and now all the texting and all the things that they get fed by the media. How do they come through all of that knowing who they are? It's pretty darn tough to come through all of that knowing who you are. You have to have, uh, and it's and it's tougher than Ever, I have kids in their twenties, and uh, actually in their late twenties now, um, and they have done. I'm very proud of them. They've done very, very well for themselves in the fact that they are really following their own path. I did my best to keep uh, to keep the technology away from them as long as I could during those really formative years. In fact, yeah, I kept it away for quite a long time, but. <laughs> Kids these days are born into a cell phone in their hand or an iPad in the car or whatever. And it's really tough because the attention span is so short. People um, are getting encoded. I, I, I love, I love all, I'm a, I'm a mom. I have four kids. I, I'm, I just want to, and I'm parenting is, 
a tough job, and and they don't come with always the toughest manual. And now it's even harder to parent because you're you're bucking the tide of all this cultural programming for kids to be plugged into something that is is mass media and not all supporting them by any means. And you're bucking the tide against that, and that's a tough place to be. And there needs to be a lot of support for parents to actually still step in and parent and draw the line so they can unplug their children from what they're plugged into and help their children plug back into themselves, plug back into nature, you know, allow them to develop and and find themselves and come out of their heads and still live in their bodies as well. And it's not easy, Irene. No, it's not. Uh, you know, especially if they live in a big city, they don't even know what nature is. Yeah, and nature is just the, you know, the divine's greatest teacher because it doesn't have to say anything and it just is and it's so healing on so many levels and brings us back home and brings us back to center. So it's a, it's a tough one. And then even for, let's talk about, you know, adults. So there's so much coming at you that you have made agreements on an on a unconscious level uh, that have... Uh, sacrificed your own, maybe I wanna, I'm gonna, just going to call it your own authentic or pure belief system for and taken on somebody else's or the collective's you know, belief system. Uh, and, and you don't know it because, again, it's just coming at you. That's why it is more important than ever that you turn everything off and you, 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 know, you take those walks in nature, that you do some yoga, that you meditate, that you love your, you know, or, or whatever you're, you, you know, run. That doesn't matter to me, but just so that you allow yourself to have some headspace and you... Without earplugs in. Yes. Without <laughs> earplugs. with no earplugs. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and, and, and that you allow yourself to be in nature and that when you're with somebody that you look in their eyes and you listen to them and you don't answer the text and that you allow yourself to be, we, you know, every time, and then I'll get off the soapbox here. Um, every time <laughs> I like the look, soapbox. <laughs> every time you look at that iPhone, you know, you look at your phone or whatever, and check your, if someone texts you, you get a hit of dopamine. So we're chemically dependent. Now, I, I actually am really, I consider myself pretty conscious about this whole thing. And I know that I have to really watch it and or else I could get sucked in too. So I can just imagine, you know, for, for people who aren't even that aware this is going on, how sucked in we get. Now, it's great to be in connection. Like, I work with people all over the world because of technology. But what you want to do is get conscious about when you're using it as a tool or when it's using you. Oh, I totally agree. One of the things you say that I find really so rich, you say money, wealth, and spirituality are inextricably connected. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, really, we can't separate anything out of spirituality, nope. you know? So, there's no reason that um, money or wealth wouldn't be. Now, um, you know, let's, let's just take the, the theory, if you can get along with this, of that we either have love or we've got fear, and those, those two are, energies are going to move in two different directions. And fear is really love moving in the wrong direction. Uh, so spirituality and money, for instance, like if you are on a path of making more money, uh, you know, spirituality has a side to it. It has both sides to it. It's because spirituality is going to 
you know, it, it's going to wake you up if you are on a spiritual path. You are going to hit, you, you know, bump into yourself on that path. If you're going to create wealth, you are going to have to develop the best of you like I've been talking about. Um, we need to live from soul all the way down to the soles of our feet. That's what I'm here for. I, I work on four levels uh, with that deep intuitive, um, let's get you aligned with your soul blueprint, your, your wealth code, then teach you how to come down and really connect with the divine through your own heart and get your own answers and then clear any of that energy that's keeping you from making those right choices and listening to that divine guidance and being able to take the actions down through your feet, through strategy, take the actions in the world that actually bring what's you know in your soul all the way down to the soles of your feet. Well, to me, that's, that's living all the way through. Whether you are unconscious and you're trying to create money, or you're super conscious and you're trying to create wealth, both of them are a spiritual path. A business is a spiritual path. Anything here on the planet um, really is a, a spiritual path, uh, and it may or may not wake you up if you're asleep on that path. But you are going to be faced with uh, situations to become more awake to who you truly are. So you've known plenty of people, either through the media or personally, who've made a lot of money and then they lost it all because they weren't in alignment with the best of themselves. They weren't in alignment with themselves, you know, and with the divine. And, um, and you know, that's a spiritual path. This, you know, um, I always say the divine. Um, just the divine will kick your feet in the right direction. So even if you're going in the wrong direction, sometimes you get tripped. Because that's what happens. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> and sometimes you fall really hard. Really hard. <laughs> yeah. you, you say that a person's sacred wealth code is made up of four pillars and their sacred wealth archetypes. Can you go kind of quickly through the four pillars? We touched on them to some extent. Yeah, let's just, let's, I'll run through them just real quickly here for you. So the first pillar is purpose, harnessing your soul's big why. So if you don't leave this interview with anything but this, write this down, everybody. Why, and then put an equal sign, and then put purpose. Why equals purpose. Your, the purpose that you want wealth, like why do you want the wealth? I first in the book help you to understand your wealth dream, like what it is you even want. But then we dig deep into why you want it, because your purpose for wanting wealth is the vehicle that gets you to that intersection of purpose and prosperity. And I take you through some practices to really discover that. So you literally have a purpose for the wealth that you want to create. And let, me, second- let me break in and say, your questions are so right on. Oh, and awesome. they, they hit you in, in just the right place so that you can dig for that answer if you need to dig. Well, and let me just tell you that my question, the way... It's one of my gifts is is the feminine art of um, of invitation, and I do that through asking the right questions. And the way my questions are literally energetically wired up is to go through the back door of your mind, so you get straight to your soul, and you get the. Reality. And it does it does do that. Yes. Thank you, and I'm I'm glad. You know, I love it when it's landing, and you telling me that lets me know that. <laughs> um, it the, certainly did for me. Yeah. Beautiful. The second pillar is the 
is passion, the essence of fulfillment. Now, when people say follow your passion, I am with you. That is a beautiful thing, but I'm talking about it a little bit differently. Passion equals energy. It is the fuel to get the vehicle of your purpose to that intersection of purpose and prosperity. Um, it is where your, you know, where your wealth is. And I help you to understand what, what does bring you passion. Passion enlivens you. And so you need to incorporate, and I teach my people to, to incorporate, and I teach you this through the book, incorporate passion into your life on a daily basis so that you have the juice. See, when you're in your passion, you're in your, the zone of your soul. When you're in your sacred wealth code at that intersection, you're in the zone of your soul. So just like, you know, you could be doing something that you just love. Like, I love to hike to the beach every day with my dog, and um, I just, like, like the divine speaks to me on that hike every day, and that's something I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about having deep conversation. I'm passionate about um, about Vedic astrology and my work and, and breaking people's patterns. Well, there's so much that when I'm in my passion, like, like there's so much ideas that come for, to me and realizations, and I know that happens for you all when you're in your passion. So we need that as fuel to be able to get that vehicle of purpose to that intersection of wealth. So the third pillar is your highest value gifts, wielding your superpowers. I call your highest value gifts, you know, your, your divine gifts, your superpowers. So uh, if, the inter- if the intersection is your sacred wealth code, that's the intersection of purpose and prosperity, and that um, purpose and prosperity, let's just say they're the streets, and the purpose is the vehicle that's going to get you to that intersection, and the passion's the fuel for that vehicle, well, then your highest value gifts are the houses that live on the corners of that intersection, and you want to spend as much time there because that's where wealth lives. So I take you through some processes to, even though the archetypes are going to really reveal your highest value gifts to you, but I take you through some processes to understand at least what one of your high value gifts is because it's going to, it's very enlightening. And this is when, Irene, when you brought up the question of, you know, oh, you know, what were you really good at when you were a kid? You know, um, that's, that comes from this part of the book because it, it re-enlivens you to some gifts that maybe you haven't thought of because people exactly. aren't necessarily nurtured for their gifts. And then just to quickly go through the fourth uh, pillar, which is your greatest challenges, the unexpected gateway to wealth. Now, some of your greatest gifts are locked up in your greatest challenges. Some of your greatest gifts are locked up in your greatest challenges. And so when you uh, are, I, I help you to uncover maybe the biggest challenge you're going through right now. And just like you can look back in your life, and everyone can do this and see just a time that was really hard, like I, like when I lost my yoga center, it was really hard, but that brought me to the work I'm doing now. I can totally see the gift in it. Well, for you too, there's, you can see the blessings in things when you get enough distance. But and on that is- note, Prema, we need to go to break. Sure. When we come back, uh, we'll finish that thought and we'll talk about the archetypes This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Prema Lee Guerreri, saying stay tuned. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. 
Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the Self Improvement Blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Prema Lee Guerreri. She's written an awesome book called Your Sacred Wealth Code, Unlock Your Soul Blueprint for Purpose and Prosperity. And if you didn't go to Amazon during the break and get it, do it when the show is over, when you finish listening to the show, if you're, if you're downloading it. You also might like to go to her website. You'll find that on her book. You'll also find it on the Self-Improvement blog if you go there. Um, we were talking about the four pillars uh, of the Sacred Wealth Code. Do you have anything else you want to say about that last one? Yeah, I just want to say go? with, yeah, the, with your, um, we were talking about your challenges and how you can look back and see your right. blessings. So some of your greatest gifts are sort of hidden under your biggest challenges, just like you've got this rock on top of this beautiful, tender plant that's trying to grow. And when we lift that rock off, then that plant can actually get some light and that's that your gift can actually grow. And this happens because of maybe you were told, you know, oh, well, you can't make money uh, being creative, doing art, or, uh, you know, we get these beliefs layered on us. So what I want to say to listeners is in, in that uh, the fourth pillar, um, I guide you how to break through those challenges, okay? But right now, any challenge that you're facing, I want you to know that there is a gift in that challenge, just like the blessing that you can see in something in the past. So your challenges you want to embrace, instead of resisting them and pushing them away, you want to welcome them in like like wounded children, basically. And you want to start to inquire because there's something in that for you. And the sooner you can connect with what's in it for you, the sooner you're going to be free of that challenge and into the gift. Sounds wonderful. We don't usually look at challenges that way, and you know we really should should be doing that. Introduce us to the sacred wealth archetypes. I love this part of your book. Yeah, this is awesome. So the sacred wealth archetypes, um, 
why archetypes? Well, that's just the way the energy downloaded to me. And so archetypes are, archetypal languages are a soul language. And Sanskrit's a soul language, um, which Vedic astrology is, is stemmed in. There's a lot of mythology with all the planets. So as I started to work with people in the Sacred Wealth Code, these, the archetypes started to show up. So uh, depending on your planetary combinations, you know, when I do a Sacred Wealth Code reading, I actually give you your archetypes. But through the book, I take you through a self-discovery process because I believe your soul already knows. And I teach you how to identify with the sacred, with your um, sacred wealth code archetypes. So, like, for instance, um, I just quickly had pulled up um, Irene's soul blueprint here in front of me, and I can just tell that one of her sacred wealth code archetypes happens to be um, the connector. And the connector is, uh, is actually ruled by uh, the planet Venus, and that planet also rules a couple of other archetypes, the artist, and also rules the... Um, the muse, and uh, when someone has a a great connector, for instance, like uh, like Irene does, then this is someone who can, uh, you know, really knows how to, you know, connect in with people. Um, and sometimes it's animals, and sometimes it's the, it's the divine. And um, actually, the way Irene's is wired up, it's a very much of a spiritual um, aspect to her. Uh, connector here and a healing aspect uh, as well. Um, there's other parts of her sacred wealth code too, but uh, each of the planets, w- when you read the archetypes, what's different about the sacred wealth code archetypes, like even when I say a connector compared to maybe some other system or the merchant compared to other some other system, is that they these archetypes, when they downloaded and I wrote them, uh, they are. They will describe literally what your gifts are. So, for instance, the connector is heart-centered and intimate and creative, communicative and diplomatic and devoted and harmonious, inspiring, accommodating, receptive, compassionate, empathetic, and uh, has a mantra. And the mantra to it is, we are all one, and has a soul desire to be a channel for eternal belongingness and has a purpose statement to be a centralizing force for humanity and bring the world together. But it also has a shadow side, and that's people-pleasing, loss of self, over-attached, codependent, and getting too comfortable with things. <laughs> you and, pretty well described me. <laughs> okay, there you go. And so, and the description, as you read the description of the um, the connector, for instance, and there's a a pretty extensive description of the shadow side, too, because you need to know where your energy might be locked up. Your gifts are locked up in the shadow side. Uh, It all speaks about your gifts as far as creating wealth, like the gifts that you have, how you can serve, um, how you can use your gifts. So also, I also even give you a list of, I tell you what to do if you're stuck in the shadow, Um, and I also give you a list of some of the um, high-value gifts that maybe a connector would have, like being a good networker. It's inspiring. It's ra- um, relational, creative, um, communicator, highly connective, spiritually connected, creates a sense of belonging, and intu- intuitively knows what other people need and want. And then I also take you through a process to identify some of the high-value gifts that maybe you have that are very unique to you as a connector, for instance. Or maybe you're the honorable warrior, or maybe you're the visionary, or the queen, or the merchant. And and then I teach you how to, and there's literally what I call them as tapping-in questions, 
I teach you how to tap in with this archetype is literally like, so when I say it's the best of you, imagine that this archetype is holds your superpowers, and I call it your sacred wealth code council. You can imagine them as guides. Uh, I literally sit with my council regularly. Like I have a I have a council meeting every week where I tune in with each archetype for the week and what I have going on that week, and I get guidance. And then also I'm in communication daily, and I also teach my people like if you're working on a project, which archetype has the gifts that you need for this part of your project. Let's bring that forward. Let's develop that. Let's get out of the shadow with that again, so that you are accessing. You know your your great superpowers that you may or may not be using, but so how the, many I, how many uh, archetypes does one person usually have? Is there a, a common yeah. number? There is a common number. It's usually it's three to five, is the common three number. Five. Three to five. And, and again, and as you work through your book, you know I didn't I didn't spend that much time because I didn't have that much time, um, but some. You know, you look at the name and just scan it, and you say, no, that's not me. Uh, but the ones that, you know, there are a few that really did jump out at me. Is that, that's fairly indicative of the fact that you might want to look into that one a little more? Um, you know, that's a really good question. So um, I encourage everyone in the book to read through all the archetypes, and then because you've gone through the process and you have some answers to the questions uh, and process that I've taken you through to help you discover what some of your gifts are, that uh, it's a little easier to pick your archetypes. Now, we didn't talk about something that's very important. That's talking. That's being doing what you're good at as opposed to what you're really uniquely spectacular at, which you may need to dust off and haven't used or afraid of using. Uh, the reason I lost my yoga center was because I was doing too much of what I'm good at, not really what my high-value gifts are. So um, to answer your question, when you are, you know, you just breeze over an archetype, sometimes that's, yeah, like that's just, no, that's not me. Uh, and then there's the ones that, oh, yes, 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 that's me. And then you have to answer the question, okay, is this what I'm good at? Is, is this what people have told me I'm good at? Or is this really one of my high-value gifts? And you have to use the tapping-in questions I give you for that so that we use that, those backdoor questions, Irene, that we talked about, that mm-hmm. you said, oh, they really work? Well, your soul always knows. And sometimes I'll, someone will do their, their own archetypes through the book, and then they'll come in for a reading, and I'll give them an archetype reading, and um, not all the archetypes will match up. And that's only because they were um, those qualities were in, within them, but it wasn't like really living at this intersection of purpose and prosperity. And that's where, so it's, you know, you'll know the qualities that are in you, but is it really where your, you know, your unique brilliance is? Mm. And when you hear that unique brilliance, people will know. I mean, they, they, they'll say... Your mind oh, won't yeah. always... Your mind won't know, and that's why you need to go through the process in the book so that you open up this other part of you that does know, that really does know, that really knows. And how do you deal with people who say, oh, yeah, that's me, but I can't make a living with that? That's where I teach them how. That's why they come in and work <laughs> with me in one of my programs. That's why they um, they come in and uh, and we clear the blocks and barriers that are keeping you from using that gift, teach you how to use it, teach you how to tune into that. And then we get creative around how can we start to bring that gift forward and how can we um, start to create some wealth using that gift. And that's where um, some unique strategy comes in. 
Okay, we're almost at the end of the show. I'm so sorry to say that. If you could share one big truth with every entrepreneur in the world, what would that be? Your soul already knows, so take time every day to tap in and ask the important questions about where it is you should be focusing your energy, your love, your time, and that what it is that you are, your mission, your movement in the world, what you want to give the world, the world, what you really want to give the world, the world wants from you more than ever, and that's what you're here for. So go through whatever it takes to do it, because the world actually really needs you right now. Ah, and my last question is always, what's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today as if that last one wasn't enough? What's the yeah. thought you'd like yeah. to leave? The thought I want you to, to leave you with today is tune in. Tune in several times a day. Put your hand on your heart, take a deep breath, and then just ask yourself simply, what does my heart want for me? Simple way to tune in. Tune in before you do anything important. And for some people, that's a whole new thing, um, and you, you need to learn to be a little quieter, perhaps. Yeah. Take the earbuds out, turn off the phone, uh, shut down the email, whatever it takes <laughs> to Absolutely. do that. Uh, tell us one more time how we can reach you, Prema. Yeah, sacredwealthcode.com, sacredwealthcode.com. And you can, you know, like I said, you can grab the book there. It's on Amazon too, but there you'll get some free goodies if you get it through the website. And you can find everything there. And I I thank you for this time. And I I appreciate you. I really recommend that you do that. Prema, thank you so, so much for being with us today. I think the listeners have probably gained so much from what you've had to say and I, I can't encourage them enough to get your book um, really appreciate your work and all that you do thank you and I appreciate the work that you're doing and getting the messages out you are in the world and the beautiful work you're doing so your listeners are very lucky to have you it's a lot of fun <laughs> honestly it's a lot of fun and on that note we're going to say goodbye uh, this is Irene Conlon and my guest Premily Guerreri, the author of the Say Your Sacred Wealth Code, saying thank you so much for being with us today. Come back again next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.